What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Early Risers podcast. I'm your host, Skylar Deem, and I am an early riser. Now, when I say early riser, I don't necessarily mean waking up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., because to me, an early riser is someone who wakes up earlier than they have to and uses that time for uninterrupted personal development. So you could have to wake up at 8 a.m., but wake up at 4 a.m., and for those four hours, use your phone or lay around in bed, but you're not really an early riser. But if you wake up and you use that time for uninterrupted personal development, then you are an early riser. And that's why we call this the Early Risers Podcast, because it's all about helping you live a more effective life. So today's special guest, um, I guess I'll let her introduce her herself. It's a very, very special episode. I'm excited, but um, yeah, why don't you introduce yourself? (laughs) Hi, I'm Katerina. I'm uh, Skylar's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So this is our first kind of interview together and talking about our relationship which is scary but exciting yeah i'm hyped to have you here um you wanted to share a little bit about yourself yeah more than just my girlfriend yeah (laughs) there's lots more to me yeah so i'm i'm a nanny i've been doing it for a while but uh currently i'm trying to transition into the entrepreneur world and trying to build my own business i have a blog right now called green and gold um, I'm kind of in the transition period where I'm not exactly sure where to go with it, but I'm just exploring all the possibilities at the time being. So it's exciting and it's it like is. a whole new world. So it's, it's fun for me. Yeah. 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 And I'll link to that in the show notes for anyone who's interested or down below if you're watching the video, which by the way, if you're not watching the video, you should definitely check it out because um, you got some pretty faces there. But <laughs> Uh, we got some questions. So basically, I put on my Instagram a uh, one of those question things, and I basically asked, if, do you have any questions for us? Um, and this was a while back, but we got a few, and we'll probably dive into those today and then just talk a little bit about our relationship and relationships in general, because um, we've actually had some growth in our life and in our relationship through listening to someone else's podcast, um, Tom Bilyeu, Impact Theory, or he calls those episodes Relationship Theory. And we've really enjoyed just like sitting down and listening and talking about what they discuss. Um, So, you know, maybe if you like this, maybe listen to it with your significant other and see what conversation it sparks. Because as we'll probably talk about, um, conversation and openness and communication is one of the most powerful things in our relationship and probably in most relationships too. Um, So I'm very, very excited for today. I guess we'll start off, Katerina, by talking about how we met because we got a couple questions about that and do i get to tell it yeah, yeah of course i you love get to tell telling it. this story it's one of my favorites um <laughs> it's a great story so i guess it's so interesting so about a year ago skylar and i were both searching on tinder and we matched and i messaged him first which is weird because i usually let the guys approach me um and we talked for a bit and right off the bat i could tell that skylar was a little bit different because you know, if you're familiar with Tinder, it's mostly for um, just like quick hangouts. But Skylar really wanted to get to know me. And I was like, this is weird, but this is really nice. So we talked for a bit and then it switched over to texting. And we, I think we had plans to hang out, but it just never worked out. Yeah, you ignored And me. then I ignored <laughs> Skylar. He asked me to hang out twice and I just ignored him. And it was so long ago, I couldn't even remember why. But yeah, and then Fast forward to a year later, which was seven months ago, pretty much. Yeah. Seven or eight months ago. um, I was just searching through Facebook and Skylar was in Suggested Friends, which is odd because usually the people in your Suggested Friends are people you have mutual friends with and we had none. And I was like, I vaguely remember this kid. So I creeped through his profile and I was like, I remember him. He was... He just wanted to have conversation on Tinder. Like, he really wanted to get to know me. So I added him, and, like, a few hours later, he messaged me. It was, like, it was quick, and it made me so happy. And then, you know, conversation picked up again, and we had each other's numbers, which I totally forgot about. Yeah. And, yeah, and then we planned the date for... I don't even know. It was probably like a week later. Yeah, it was pretty quick. So I want to give some backstory to that, because it is a good story. Um, So I was traveling... Before she friend requested me, like two weeks before, I was in uh, California for a seminar and then I went to Colorado to visit my sister. And while I was in Colorado, I was thinking to myself, you know, like, 
I haven't been on a date in a while. I'm not really like looking for a relationship, but it'd be nice to just kind of have some sort of a connection, kind of put myself out there again. Um, so I had the idea. I was like, I, I thought of Kat and I remember we matched on Tinder. I remembered like it was a really good conversation, which does not happen on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Like it's been a long time. I'm going to, when I get back to Connecticut, which is where I'm from now, um, I'm going to ask her, ask her out on a date. And so this was before she contacted me. This was 10 days before. And so Creepy. I'm in, yeah, you were stalking me. <laughs> um, so I was in, um, Colorado and I had that idea. And then I was in New Jersey for a week because that's where my parents are from. And my sister was there. And while I was in New Jersey, before I could get back to Connecticut and contact her, that's when she, I got the friend request. So. I contacted first. You did. It was crazy. You did. It was crazy. And we didn't learn this like little backstory until a few months into, I think we were actually dating at the time. Yeah. And you were like, so this is weird, but I was thinking about you before you messaged me. And we were like, no way, that didn't happen. Yeah, because, okay, crazy. so it was like, for me, I wanted to say it on the first date. Like, I really wanted to, but I was like, no, like, that's creepy, that's weird, like, that's not something you come out with yeah. the first time you meet a girl. Um, and, yeah, so it was just a, a really, really interesting experience. And I'd written in my phone, and I still have the note to this day, because I couldn't remember her name, but I remember her Instagram handle being Kitty the Blonde, which is no longer there. Sorry, you can't visit that. Um, but yeah, I remember that. So I, I wrote down like text Kitty the Blonde. And that was all, that was the note on my phone. And I have it to this day, like with the date. So she knows I'm not lying, but. Oh, uh, it's so good. And it's funny because we, so our first date was at a coffee shop and it was like the middle of the day. So not your average date, you know, usually you go to dinner, but it was different. It was like during the day, like you actually want to get to know the person, see them in the daylight. Like it was awesome. And I, I canceled the first time we were supposed to go because I was so nervous. I I did have something to do, but I like exaggerated it. I was like, oh, like, you know, I won't be able to make it because I was so ner- I hadn't been on an actual date in a real long time. So um, I rescheduled and then the day of I was ready to reschedule again because I was just so nervous for some reason. And then I pushed myself to go, but I, we were both extremely nervous oh, during yeah. our date. We I had was. like... We both had our coffees, and we were, like, fidgeting with the coffees the whole time. It was amazing. It was a really good, like, it was a really good first conversation. And I remember leaving, like, just very happy. I was like, okay, that was good. Because, I don't know, a lot of girls, like, I knew in college and, like, anything like that, like, there was no depth. It was just, like, a very um, surface-level type of thing. But, like, we got pretty deep on our first date. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was awesome. And we still go to the same coffee shop like every few weeks. Shout out Rebel Rebel Dog Coffee Rebel in Dog Plainville, Coffee. Connecticut. If you're ever in the area, love you. Check it out. So good. All right. Next good question. On that one? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, so Tommy Lockwood, thank you, man, for the question. What approach was used between both of you to go from not serious to serious? And I think that's a good question because there was a transition. Like we we started off. I mean, we, we weren't that serious. Like, I was talking about traveling. I was talking about leaving, um, which is a, a story for a whole other day. <laughs> but, um, which made me nervous because I really liked him. Yeah. And I was he kept saying, like, when was it? It was July. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, oh, in November, you know, my lease is up. I'm going to start traveling. And so for me as a girl, and I'm sure, like, anyone can relate, you're like, okay, that doesn't give us much time. So, like, where is this going to go? Yeah. So the first few months it was, like, first few weeks it was like casual and we didn't really yeah we wouldn't really say what we were thinking yeah so what was the approach to go from not serious to serious I don't even I don't remember the actual transition I just think we went like zero to a hundred real quick yeah. <laughs> we so from the outside looking in it looks like we went pretty fast mm. in the first few months because I think a month in I met your parents yeah uh, he brought me to New Jersey to meet his parents his all of his friends which you killed. Which was amazing, and it was such... But it didn't feel fast. Yeah. For us, like, it didn't... Yeah. If I had heard that, like, a few months ago, like, oh, meeting the parents after a month, like, that's crazy, but it it felt right. Yeah. And then I think saying I love you that was, was the big, like, okay, this is serious. Yeah. And that didn't take me that long to say for... I said it first, just so yeah. everyone knows. I was about um, <laughs> to, and he beat me to it. But, yeah, I think it was, um, 
it was interesting because for me, like, I remember asking a couple of my friends, like, hey, when did you say it to your girlfriends? And it was like six months, like, it, it was pretty long. And I was like, it feels like it's too soon to say, but like, it feels like it's not, like, it feels like it's right. Yeah. Um, and that's the trouble with like asking outside sources. It's because like, you can get a kind of a ballpark idea, but at the same time, no relationship is ever going to be the same. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah. so if we waited six months, like it just wouldn't feel right. Yeah. Like it felt right when it happened. And I want to give a background to the people listening too. Like I was raised taught, like I love you is a very, very serious phrase. Like it's not something I throw around to people. Um, like obviously I say it to my friends and obviously all that, but like when it comes to a romantic relationship, like that's something I value. And like yeah. to say that soon, like it, again, it felt like it was too soon, like just from everyone else's standards, but in general, like it, it just felt like the right thing to do. Yeah. So. And so, I mean, going back to the question, we're kind of sidetracking. Yeah. I don't, cause I, I don't really know, but I guess we just, we started really investing, investing in the relationship. We started asking deeper questions like about each other's families yeah. and, and even like the future, that was a big one yeah. that you have to be really careful with in relationships because you don't know how the other person's going to take that. Yeah. It's like a, it's a scary step, but we started talking about our individual futures. Like, yeah. oh, I really want this for my future. And I think it was interesting to kind of see like, okay, I, I see where you want to go in the future. And then at some point it just collided and we were like, we started talking about like things we'll do together in the yeah. future, which... I don't know. It brings it to a whole nother level. It does. Definitely. But yeah, it was, you got to be careful with that yeah. for sure. Cause a lot of people, definitely a lot of guys like, yeah, they're, they're not okay with that, that soon. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I think we were just like very, very open with each other. Once again, it comes back to communication. Like we were just talking a lot and getting deep and like really being intentional with the time we spent together. Mm. Um, I know like, even though it was like, I was young, like past relationships, it was never really like that, like I never got deep with people. I never talked about like past, future, anything along those lines. Um, yeah, and I think cool. a lot of it comes to with experience. Mm. Like if you had asked me some of these questions, some of the questions that you and I ask each other, if I had been asked them like years ago, it's like I really had no depth to my background and my yeah. story. But like because we've both gone through heartbreaks and because we've gone through like tougher times, it's it makes our deep conversations that much more interesting yeah awesome yeah <laughs> so the specific method just to clear it up <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah just getting deep with each other just being yeah. very invested in the other person because that when you show interest like that is the greatest yeah that's a good point feeling ever that's a good point and that's like okay we're both in this yeah so that's kind of the transition from oh we're just casually hanging out and we kind of like each other to like this is a relationship this is a yeah a partnership yeah and i know like some people the transition from like casual to not casual or like no relationship to relationship is just like it just happens but I know for a lot of people too and for us like there was a question like do you want to get serious do you want to be my girlfriend do you want to like go out um or in Skylar's words so you want to what'd you say you want to date <laughs> I think that's how you ask I have a me. way with words so what you want to date <laughs> yeah um yeah, that was that was a good moment too. We were we were watching the sunrise, which is cool. Yeah. Hashtag early risers. Hashtag. <laughs> oh. Awesome. Um, so the next question, and the last one, because we kind of had a few, like someone asked Tyler, I think it was shout out you. Um, what are you guys doing for the holidays? That was cool. <laughs> we can we can answer that. We, I guess so. Yeah. We just we spent time with each other's families and which was amazing. got to know each other each other's families more, which was really special. It was great. Yeah. Um, Anything you want to say? Yeah, that? no, it was just, it was an amazing day. Just, mm. I don't know, really, I don't know the word. Yeah. Just like being with each other's families, it's, it's a really great feeling. Yeah, it was nice. Very nice. Awesome. The next question from Do All Things, shout out you. Um, how do you guys balance being each other's significant other and working on yourself individually? I really like this question a lot. Um, one word, communication. I think that's the key. Um, it's cool because we both have that growth mindset, which is, I think is like in a relationship that is so crucial. Um, because we both know like we are going to develop and grow and like in a year we're not going to be the same people. Um, so I think like a big thing with our communication, like we, 
we are very open and honest about when we need time for ourselves. Like if I'm working on something, I can just outwardly say, honestly, like, look, like we can't hang out today. Like I have to get something done or whatever. You're really good with that too. And like, the thing is like, what's so important about that is there's no feelings hurt in that process. Cause yeah. we both like, we respect and we understand. I mean, I, I, I feel like you do. Yeah, it's yeah. never been really said, yeah. but we respect and understand like we both have goals. We both have things we want to accomplish. And yeah, it's just the respect there yeah. and the communication. Like I'm not going to take it personally if you don't want to hang out today or you even, I mean, we do want to hang out. Yeah. But, like you can't hang out because you're choosing or you're pr- prioritizing something else. Um, it's not taken personally. Yeah. And I think that's, a, there's a big difference between a healthy relationship and unhealthy. And it can be unhealthy when you start feeling like you don't want your own time mm-hmm. and you don't want to be your own person it's like no we need to be together all the time like that's extremely unhealthy because let's say in the future like god forbid something happened like and that person was removed from your life like who are you now yeah like you don't you've lost your identity because you just you failed to work on yourself as well as the relationship but in a healthier way i think it's for us at least like we both have such different visions for our careers pretty much and so knowing that you need alone time like in my head it's not oh he needs time away from me it's oh he's he's spending time working on himself and in the future that's going to affect both of us in a positive way yeah like when you're working on yourself then you're growing and I'm working on myself I'm growing so then like there's no way we aren't growing together right and it's just and like you said it's healthy like what something we started doing recently was phone restrictions because mm-hmm. um, obviously when you I don't know are in a new relationship you want to talk all the time yeah. and we we text often and we'll send each other memes like that's our thing <laughs> and I love it but um, during the work day we try to say okay say good morning and then work all day and then we'll talk again at like night we'll have a FaceTime at night and just recap the day and I think that's a better approach too because then you don't run out of things to talk about. Yeah. And you don't, if, you, if you're talking all the time, you don't have a chance to like miss that person. Yeah. So it's, it's a balance. You have to balance, you have to make conscious effort. It's not something that just happens. Yeah. So that's something to be said. Like you have to be willing to work on yourself and not worry about like, oh my God, are they going to leave? Like, yeah. And I think too, like we make, you know, self-growth and self-development a priority but we also make each other a priority. Like, it's not like I'm for seven days a week or for 14 days in a row, I'm just working on my business or myself. Like, we prioritize spending time with each other too. Um, like, if we have, like, a pretty busy week, maybe we'll try to schedule, like, like the other day we went into a coffee shop at 5 a.m. Like, we, we got up that early. She's awesome for doing that. Um, just to go to a, a coffee shop and hang out before our day started because, you know, she's a nanny. She has to be at work at a certain time and I have stuff I want to get done and, um, yeah, so we, we made time rather than just saying, oh, we don't have time to hang out this week. Yeah. Because we probably t- prioritize it. Yeah, so. and that's 100% a joint effort because if it were just you trying to, like, oh, let's make time, and I was kind of like, mm, I don't really want to put an effort or the other way around, like, it wouldn't work. Yeah. But we both said, okay, 5 a.m. I had to make, like, it was like a little sacrifice, and yeah. but it didn't feel like it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not at the point where I can wake up and be an early riser yet I'm working on it but I was like I'm gonna make this little sacrifice and like probably be tired the rest of the day but I want to spend a little bit of quality time with you because it was I think it was a busier week and we didn't get to see each other much so you just have to put in like it all comes back to effort yeah you really you both have to put an effort it can't be one-sided yeah and I wanna I have a question for you that I definitely want to talk about so this idea that like when you start a relationship, obviously people call it the honeymoon phase. Like you, you are so infatuated with each other. You always want to spend time with each other. You always want to talk. And for me in the past, and I know for a lot of relationships, like that is taken as an opportunity to kind of coast and to kind of, you know, really spend time. Like you love spending time with each other. You love hanging out. You love doing whatever. And a lot of people don't put in the effort there where in reality, like those first few months, you're creating the foundation, like if you don't put in the work, you don't get to learn enough about each other. Like you start getting adjusted to each other, but you're not really 
putting in the effort to get to know each other, get to know boundaries, get to know everything like that, like you're not really setting up the relationship. So I guess my question is like, what kind of stuff did we do at the mm-hmm. beginning to, to set that foundation? Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, like the honeymoon phase is, you said it's the people see it as a time to like just coast. It should be the exact opposite. That's the time where you should be putting in the most effort and just, I don't know, making the most time and asking questions. And one big thing we did was the deep question exercise, Mm -hmm. which I loved and we're going to keep doing it forever and ever. Talk about it for Um, people who don't know. (laughs) So I basically just Googled a bunch of like deep questions to ask your partner. And I wrote down, there was like 70 questions. I wrote them down on individual note cards. And what we did, obviously you can't do it in one sitting because most of the questions require like, like long, long yeah, answers and long which discussions. Is, which is a good thing because if you write which down like a hundred questions and you go through it in like two days, it's, yeah. it's, we're still going through them. Like yeah. we're not done. Um, so we take a few every every night, and you can bring them to like a restaurant. Like last night, we went on went on a date, and we brought questions, and we just asked each other, and it it just sparks conversation. And a lot of the questions in the pile, like these were deep questions. They weren't like, "What's your favorite color?" Yeah. Like they were deep. One of the questions was what are three things I could do that would cause you to break up with me? And, like, people don't ask these questions. Like, it's a little uncomfortable at first, but these things should be brought up early on. You should be talking about, mm-hmm. if you do this, like, we're, we're broken up. Like, we, there's no coming back, and you need to know that now. So then in the future, like, you don't do that. Yeah. You just, you need to come up with tactics, like, as a team, because you're in a relationship, but it's a team. I think people forget that. It's like, oh, we're just in love. We're just, it's just love. But no, it's like a team. You have to put in work. And I mean, tactics as in, okay, what are we going to do if our schedules get busy? And like we said, make time for each other. Make conscious effort to have a coffee date in the morning at 5 a.m. So we kind of, we built a foundation, which is so important. And we did all of that in the honeymoon phase. Which, in my opinion, the honeymoon phase is still going on. I mean, I don't know how long it's supposed to last. We've been dating (laughs) for seven months. But, um, yeah, and asking questions was a big one. Yeah. I feel like that was, that really brought us close together. And there's some questions that are uncomfortable. Yeah. And they might bring up, like, ugly feelings or, you know, some, nobody really likes talking about their past in relationships. But a lot of the questions ask, like, I don't know, one of them's like, have you ever been in love before me? And it's like. That's super uncomfortable, but I'm in this with you, and I want to know every little thing. Yeah. I want to know how you feel about all these things so that I want to know what makes you tick so, like, in the future, I can avoid that thing. Yeah. And I want to know what makes you happy so then I can do that for you. And so just, yeah, questions. Ask all of the questions, like the yeah. super deep, ugly, gritty questions. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people that's, like, super uncomfortable, but especially when you're going through that honeymoon phase, like that's probably when things are going to be the best. Um, I mean, not, not really, but yeah. like, but like you, you feel the best, like you're willing to put an effort. Like yeah. if you're, if you're like an 80 year old man, you're going to be just a grumpy, like you don't want to deal with anything. But if you take the time in the beginning to like really figure out, okay, what, what's like, what's the dynamic? Like, what do I need to know? And then at that point you can work through it. Um, and like Kat said, like there's been some uncomfortable conversations because of these questions, but they've allowed us to be stronger on the other side and be better and know more about each other and understand each other. And so like my warning is if you do this, like you need to be willing to be uncomfortable and you need to be willing to bring up some things. Um, and in a way you can look at it like, you know, if, if you have a suit of armor and there's a chink in it, you're going to want to find that chink as soon as you can, rather than letting it go on for years and then discovering it. And then having to deal with it down the line. So, like, we've we've eliminated some chinks, like, already. Yeah. And I think, like, yeah, for any couple, new or old, like, you, in order to really have a thriving relationship, you need to be open with each other. You need to really understand that person. Yeah. Um, like, I can't even imagine, like, going, like, 20 years with someone and then figuring or finding out something about them that they've been hiding. Like, yeah. it and just doesn't make sense. Like, piggybacking off that, another thing we did was just admitting right away if you are uncomfortable or if you're upset about something mm. I'm like the queen of holding in my feelings or I used to be and mm. so I'm like 
working on it and sometimes it takes a while like if I am upset for someone to ask me like are you okay or are you okay and we say I'm fine I'm fine and then eventually it comes out but and it feels gross and like no one wants to deal with like ugly feelings but in the long term it's going to be so much better because when you keep things in like over time it bottles up and then one day I blow up on you for no reason and you're like where did that come from yeah and like oh it's this one thing I've been holding in for like a year and that's that's extremely unhealthy that's how fights get started that's how relationships start to break yeah and that that builds resentment too like on both sides like on one side if you were to hold something in and then like blow it up on me like I would resent you for not being honest with me like because mm. I don't know what's going on inside your head but then on your end like if you have something that's bottling up like that's going to build resentment obviously and I would have no idea so like even on my end too like if if there's no communication if there's no willingness to get uncomfortable and open up and have deep conversations like I I can't see a relationship going far like I, I've it's it's hurt relationships in my past like it's just it's not healthy at all no. And I think there is something to be said, like if you're, if you feel like your partner doesn't validate your feelings, then that's a reason you might clam up with those yeah. things. But I think stating that from the beginning, like all the things you're feeling are valid. Like I'm never going to make you feel bad for being upset about something or because like it just makes it feel like we're both human. Like I, I sometimes yeah. relationships, you tend to kind of disregard the other person and in moments of anger and stuff like that, but you need to just always be validating each other. Yeah. Even if it's the silliest thing, like, don't get defensive. You need to talk through it because, like, overall, like, this is the person you chose to be with. This is yeah. the person you chose to, like, love and build a relationship with. So why wouldn't you want to make them feel like the most, like, amazing person in the world? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, um... I've, I've mentioned this to you definitely, but there's a, uh, a book out there by Dean Graciosi and it's called Millionaire Success Habits. And he talks about when he was a parent, when he was dealing with his daughter one day, his daughter got super upset because she felt like he was favoring her brother. So favoring his son over his daughter. And his first initial reaction was just to brush her off. Like, no, you're being ridiculous. I love you both equally. But then when he thought about it, it's like, okay, we're not really addressing the situation. We're addressing her feelings because she obviously feels like this for some reason. So we need to dive into why. And like, if we have to show evidence of why that's not true, okay. But like the worst thing you can do is just brush it off. Like, oh, you're being jealous or yeah. oh, you're like. That's so unhealthy. Yeah. Cause that's, it's just mean too. Yeah. It's like, you love this person under it all. Like, even if you're in a fight, like there's so much love there. So why are you choosing to make them feel bad? about how they're and then in the future they're gonna be like I'm not gonna say anything anymore yeah and that that's huge too and that yeah. causes like you you hide things and you bottle things up and then that resentment builds and at the end like there are just mixed feelings that you don't share with each other and that yeah that can hurt you for sure yeah and going I mean going back to the honeymoon phase thing if you are doing these activities and these like building these tactics and this foundation in the honeymoon phase I don't know I feel like you're not gonna feel the end of the honeymoon phase because I feel like it's good 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 and then like eh, we're not so good but if you build a foundation and you keep putting in effort like it can only go up right and there's going to be dips and you're going to have problems like we're human and there's no reason not to address them and not to sit in those feelings because then it's just silly like we're not we're not being our true selves if we're avoiding conflict all the time so I don't know and that brings up something so I think like like you said, like there's going to be dips, there's going to be bad points. Um, and I think one of the key things there, like knowing that there's a mutual commitment between each other. So can you describe like your definition of commitment, like what commitment means to you and how you kind of show it or how you expect it to be shown in a relationship? Yeah. So, I mean, bottom line, it's we're in this together no matter what. And like I said, we, you and I talked early on, like these are the few things that you could do that I would say we're done and we're not coming back to this. And stating that was so important. And so commitment is really just honoring those things, like completely staying away from them, locking them away, like we're not gonna do that because that means that this would be done. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's just such a sacred thing. And knowing that this is sacred, like I think today, especially with social media, like it's so easy to cheat. It's so easy to flirt with other people, but just 
trying to stray away from that, trying to stray away from this generation's idea of relationships, which is not great. Not and great <laughs> No loyalty. Like, I'm not talking on everybody, but a lot of what I've seen lately is, like, no one... Oh, what's the word? No one respects loyalty. No one really respects the idea of a relationship because it's not just someone to post pictures of and to post on Snapchat. Like, of course, that's nice every once in a while, but, like, there is an underlying commitment with this person. Like, mm. we are together, and no matter what problems we have, no matter what we go through, like, we're a team and we chose to be together. And I think that's really important. And also, not just dating to date. Like, I think we're at a point finally where it's like, okay, we see ourselves taking the next steps in a few years. Like, we are building something together. And it's not just, oh, we're going to date and see where it goes. Like, we have had talks about, like, where we see ourselves going in the future. And we're both so committed to that that it's like, if you broke my trust or I broke your trust, that just, that would be the opposite of commitment. Like, you have to build trust. You have to... And you have to put your full trust in someone. Mm. So commitment is really just knowing, like, this is us. Like, we got in this for a reason. I know marriage is, like, the top level of commitment. And we've talked about this. There's, like, levels, like, engagement. But the overlying feel is, like, relationships are as important as that, almost. Mm. Because you're not just, we're not just dating to have fun. Like, we're dating to get to that point eventually. Yeah. And so there's, there just has to be respect and that commitment of like, yeah, I want you and there's going to be other people who like are handsome. And we've talked about this, like we are humans and we can, we can acknowledge like, oh, that girl's pretty or oh, that guy's handsome, but it's, you'll never have what we have with someone else. Right. And knowing that like, oh, I could, I could easily go and do something with another person, but like what we have, like that's commitment and that's. If I broke that, like, that would be going against who I am as a person. Right. So it's just, I don't know, I think it's different for everyone, but you just really have to know how sacred a relationship is. It's Mm -hmm. not a game. It's not something you could just, like, play around with and cheat on and then get back together with someone. Like, it just has to be, you have to bring it back to the old times when it was, like, a legit, like, ceremony and, like, not sacrifice, but just, it was sacred. Yeah, and, I mean... Back then, too, like, there's no opportunity to slide in someone else's DMs. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> Pretty, like, yeah, just, it's it's easy today. But I think even with that ease comes, like, it's a challenge. And when, when you truly commit yourself to someone, it becomes easy. Like, it's, it's like a, it's like a no other option mentality. It's like you go into this with absolutely no plan B, no plan for failure, like, this is what you've decided to do and there's like no other way you can get around that um so my question i'm curious your answer to this because i haven't thought about this either is like what is the right point to have that conversation like when would when did we really have that i guess and then like when do you think would be kind of too soon or not too soon? like what what conversation the these talking are the things? about yeah like these are the things that i would that you would have to do to, for me to break up with you like what is true commitment and like even mentioning things like future like so I think they're all on different levels we talked about um I think it was like a month in about these are this is how I feel about cheating this is how I feel like I I think honestly the podcast brought up these questions Mm. but if I had known this information before I think you should talk about it right away like these are I know it's uncomfortable you're like it's new but I think not the future stuff I think future stuff should come later but in the beginning you should say okay you and I like we're going to be in a relationship possibly. If you do this, this or this, like that's end game for me. And like I'll give examples like mine was if you cheat on me or if you like physically hurt me. Like those are done deals. Yeah. Those are done deals and I think also you should go into depth about like what does cheating mean to me because I think everyone has a different definition. Mm-hmm. Um some people like there's like a slippery slope but yeah, like, is, is flirting cheating or, yeah. like, is, you know, physical contact cheating? Is um, sliding in someone's DMs cheat? Like, you have to make that clear you because if it's not, it's, like, on those days where maybe you're in, like, you're in a fight or you're not on the best terms yeah. and then you, you know, your mind starts wandering and you start to just kind of, like, 
feel around like okay we never really clarified this like maybe this is okay and so you go do that yeah, and, and then you're like just... mm, you never said it exactly, like i yes. flirted with someone you didn't say that was cheating but i think making those really clear and then also if you like full-on cheat and you're like well you never said it was like something you were really against but for mm-hmm. us it's like if it did happen it's like i literally told you yeah it's like if you do this thing like you lose me mm-hmm. And that's so important to bring up, I think. Yeah, so I, I'm going to disagree with you on something you said. Okay. Um, I don't think bringing that up, like, immediately is the best idea. Okay. Because I think from my terms, like, yes, I really liked you. Like, I'm talking, like, first few weeks, like, maybe even first month or two. Like, okay. yes, I really liked you, but I was, like, I don't know. That's just, like, a conversation that, you know, when you start, you're kind of casual. You're trying to, trying to figure each other out a little bit. Okay. Like, you you like each other and I think it does depend on like you know for us we we were hanging out for a couple months or not months a couple weeks before we made it like official for some people like the first date they they call it official like for some people you know they never really put a label on it and then one day they're like all right let's get married but like I think okay so I I see where you're coming from I think when you are either about to make it official or Mm -hmm. you are making it official, that's when the talk should happen. Okay. I don't think it's first date material. Yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, you could bring it up like, oh, this is something I like really would lose respect for in a relationship. But like, you could have talks about that. And I think that comes over time. Like it just, it comes out because people want to say these things like, please don't do this. (laughs) But I I think I think you got to feel the person out too. Because like, we're really close. Like we clicked very quickly. We could open up with each other. Some people don't like doing that. Like, some people have a wall that you kind of just, you really got to get to know them before they break down. I agree. Um, so, it is kind of like a like an intuition. Like, you, you yeah. should just kind of know, like, okay, now is the right time. Hmm. Um, but yeah. then on the other hand, like, if you can't get deep with someone, that's kind of an issue. Well, then it's not really. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I'll say it's different for everyone, but I think it should be pretty early on. It shouldn't be, like a year or two in like okay now let's talk about because it's like if something already happened right like now i'm instating it and you're like but that doesn't it doesn't really mean anything anymore yeah i think it's like before something does end up happening definitely keep going um i want to ask you about the future one when do you think the talks about the future should start coming up so i'm gonna open up and if so our first talk, I was a little uncomfortable, and I mm-hmm. think you knew that. Yeah, I did. Because um, it kind of, I don't know, for me, it was something that I hadn't opened up fully. Like, I feel like I didn't put my full self out there. Because there's always, like, you're going to, I was myself, like, of course, but there were things, like, you kind of always bottle up, like, things you're, you just, you aren't ready to share with people. Yeah. And so, with that, like... I don't know, it, it was like, okay, I can't even think about the future yet because we haven't, like, I haven't been my full self around you. I haven't shared, like, the most important parts of myself, like, the parts that could affect anything down the line in the future. Um, so with that, I think, like, when it comes to it, I don't know. I think it's just, like, you got to feel it out once yeah. again. But also, like, on the other hand, when we did have that talk, and we were uncomfortable and it was like for me obviously it was like oh shoot like I I scared him Mm. like I did I never meant to do that because I'm someone who I'm like let's talk about it let's like do it all the things I don't really think and I think most girls are like that because we just it's like our nature to think about the future and I'm just a planner Mm. but I knew it bothered you and we it made it that much more important for us to Mm. when we talk about it like we make sure it's an intentional Right. And you like it now. Yeah. You like, yeah. I don't know, I think that was meant to happen. Like, you yeah. were supposed to get uncomfortable because maybe that was, like, a block you had in your life for the past few years, and you needed that to happen in order mm. for you to get past it. Because if that yeah. never happened, like, every time I mentioned it, you might have gotten a little, like, oh, like, I don't want to talk about that. So I think sometimes people need to be pushed. Sometimes. Yeah. I do think people need to be pushed sometimes, and... Like I said, conflicts in relationships are almost always lessons. Yeah. Almost always. Yep. So I think, yeah, the future talk, and there's different future talks. There's the let's plan for the future, and then there's like, let's just talk about it and like talk about what would be nice, like just dreaming about it. And I think the dreaming, it's like, 
it's nice and it could it, it should come like deeper into the relationship not yeah. first date material no. but <laughs> that would be a little scary although Skylar did mention uh marriage on our first date allegedly <laughs> allegedly I wasn't not not this marriage but just marriage in general marriage in general I was like um, oh <laughs> I don't remember that I think you're lying but no, it happened. so one of the big things we did which was really fun was we did dream boards or vision boards mm. um which if you don't know what that is basically you kind of find out pictures of things that you want in your future you print them out or find them in a magazine you cut them out and then you put them on like a board and you hang it up um, so what we did was we did our own dream boards together like we printed out the pictures and then we did like an arts and crafts night together um, and then after when we were done, we talked about it, which was really, really cool because our dream boards were clearly like two separate people. Like we both had our own visions of the future, but in like opening up about each other, not only was it like an opportunity for me to learn more about you, but like it, it showed me what you wanted in the future, which like, yeah. it just showed me another side of you. Yeah. Cause like there's you right now and then there's like your vision of the future. Um, so that was a really fun activity. I'd recommend people do that because yeah. just dream boards are really cool to have. I'm looking at mine right now yeah. and I've got some cool stuff up there. Um, and it's always a good reminder. Like you don't have to just go through the flow of life. Like you can set goals and if there's something you want, like you can look at it. Like I'm looking at my stuff and like pursue it, like take yeah. the action necessary to pursue it. Um, so did you get anything special out of that night? Like were there any big lessons or something you really enjoyed or anything? I really enjoyed we afterwards we took each of our boards individually and we went like pointed to the individual pictures there's probably like 15 pictures on there 15 20 yeah and we went through each individual one it's like this is what this means to me this is when I want it to happen and like this is why it's on my board and I think it's important to do that because you could have a quote on there that like I look at and I see a quote and to you it's like it means something and you explain that to me and it's like um, like I didn't even I wouldn't have noticed that because mm. it is your board yeah and it's like from your heart and even for mine like an example I and I was nervous about doing this I put on my dream board uh like two mm. hands with wedding rings <laughs> and I was like he's gonna he's gonna be nerve he's gonna get scared like maybe I shouldn't do this but at the same time I was like no this is my board like this is something I really want to put on it and it didn't mean like let's get married. Yeah, it like was, my face wasn't on it or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, and we talked about it, and I, like, explained, like, what this means to me is, like, it's commitment. Mm. It's not, oh, I want to get married, like, in a few months. It was, I want to find a commitment in my life, like, not just in a relationship, not just with us, but, like, with other people and with things. Like, commitment is so important to me, and so this picture signifies that, and, you know, someone looking at it they would have been like oh she wants a wedding yeah like it's different things like that and i'm trying to look at your board and see see what i have like even you have two people climbing up a mountain like that mm. could have so many meanings to you yeah and i just see people exercising and it right. looks insane yeah so no, it's just like definitely. yeah it gives you a deeper look into someone's soul because you really and that's the thing with these boards you have to you have to go all out like yeah. don't be nervous this is your thing it's, yeah, it's really important to do that. Yeah, it was I a lot of fun so. too. Have we done any other exercises that you really enjoyed? Or even like date nights or events or just an experience together that you've really gotten a lot of value out of? I think honestly just we, we're always experience, experiencing something new together. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things is a lot of the time on the weekend we'll drive home to New Jersey to Skylar's house and so it's a two-hour drive, and we'll listen to uh, Relationship Theory, which is Tom Bilyeu's podcast, and they answer, like, ten questions an episode, like, five to ten questions, and we always pause it, like, yeah. after they answer, we listen to their answers, and then we pause, and a lot of the time, we have different answers, like, yeah. which is fine, like, I like that, I think I enjoy that more, because yeah. then we can kind of see each other's perspectives, and... We just, we learn so much about each other each time. So listening to podcasts is definitely exciting and it's something I've never done in a relationship before. Mm, and I see, either, yeah. yeah, I see how much it helps. It's crazy. Like I just want everyone to do it because it's like, it helps so much. Yeah. And, and I think like a big thing out of that is like when, when you are answering and say like, I don't necessarily agree with it. Like it's not immediately shutting down, blocking yeah. them out. Like it's, 
okay, well, let me listen. Like, let me learn, kind of get inside your head, understand it a little more, mm-hmm. which you were talking about last night a little bit. Yeah. Um, just understanding, like, each other's world. Like, what, like, what do you want? What do you see? Why? Like, the big, big question, why? And when you dive into that, like, you, you learn so much more. And, and sometimes you realize, like, you judged the answer at the first, like, when you first heard it. But then when you understand, like, the why behind it, it begins to really, really make sense. Yeah. Which is just another form of connection, like another form of just understanding each other more. Yeah, I agree. So, and awesome. then another thing is, I mean, we we always find like fun little, mostly on Facebook, we'll look at events yeah. in the area and there's always something fun to do. Like one of our first, like our third date was a firefly walk. Oh my God, it was adorable. Was awesome. I So he mentioned early on, and, and I have a point to this after, but he mentioned early on in our relationship, like, oh, I love bugs. I'm a nature guy. Like, I've just always loved nature and animals and bugs. And so I went on Facebook and I was like, okay, I'm planning our next date. Like, I have to find something with bugs. It was summertime, so it was perfect. And I found this, like, firefly catching walk. Sounds awesome, right? It sounds so cool. <laughs> and for me, I was like, okay, cool. And it was, like, an hour away. Um, and we went and... We didn't, I, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah, right Right now for people listening or watching, like I want you to picture, like you hear you hear firefly walk, like what do you think? Like for me, I was thinking, okay, there's going to be like this beautiful walkway. There's going to be some bushes, maybe some like nice lighting. And then you're going to have just like fireflies like surrounding you. And it's just going to be super romantic. Like it's going to be an opportunity to connect. Um, so what was it? And we went and it was a kids event. <laughs> And it was mostly parents with kids, yep. and it was a huge... All, all parents with kids. All parents with kids, and yeah. it was like a huge farmland, and it was it was beautiful. It was like mm-hmm. the most beautiful scenery, and we went on like a nice trail. Um, it was also very... Like, you should have been dressed as if you were going hiking, and mm-hmm. we were dressed pretty nice. Yeah. I think I wore a dress and flip-flops, which was not yeah. a good choice, <laughs> but like, I didn't know what it was. Like... We, I, thought, I thought I was looking at fireflies. That's all I thought I was doing. And we walked, and there was all kids. We got a few looks when we first arrived because they were like, what are you doing here? And we had the most fun. Yeah, and that was huge. It was like yeah. this didn't turn out how we expected it to, but she, who I just met, like she's making the most of it, and that's yeah. awesome. Like I loved that. Yeah. And we've talked about this. Like, yeah, it was such a just, great. And an opportunity to like, make the most out of something that you didn't expect. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. What was the point? So the point was also paying attention to what the other person likes and making Mm -hmm. an effort to do those things. So, you know, he, he probably didn't expect me to plan like a insect hunt from what he was telling me, but I did. And then on the other hand, I'm a huge Broadway musical fan. And like, I know a lot of people aren't and like, you definitely aren't, but I wouldn't call myself a fan. No, no, I like it, but I'm like a fanatic, but, um, I was a little nervous because, like, before in the past, if I've asked someone to, like, come see my show, like, a significant other, like, they're just weird about it. They're like, yeah, I don't really care for it. But you were so excited to come see my first show that I was in. And that meant so much to me. And even us going to see a show together, I was like, should I ask him? Like, I don't know if he'll be happy. I don't know if he'll like it. And you were, you just, you did the best you could. Like, you didn't. I liked it. You liked it. Liked yeah, it. you really liked it. And that made me so happy. And even if you didn't enjoy it, like, you didn't show, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to tell. Like, you just made it so special for me. And just you being there with me was so special. And and you continue to do that. We've seen a few shows now. And we're going to Broadway tomorrow. Yeah. And, like, it's just so, and I know that's probably not the most ideal way you'd like to spend your weekend. But, like, you're doing it because you know what makes me happy. Mm. And, like, at first with the insect thing, I was like, I'm not super into insects. But, like, because it makes you happy, I want to do it. That's dope. And so just that's something we do a lot. It's like, I know you, you would enjoy this, so let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that important. over time, like, especially became less about, like, what we did and just, like, spending time with each other. Yeah. Like, even just last night, like, we went out to eat. And since it was the day after Valentine's Day, it was an hour and a half wait. And I know, like, so many people would be like, oh, this sucks. Like, this is terrible. I'm tired. I'm hungry. But, like, we made the most of it. Like, we yeah. walked across the street and we went to Barnes & Noble and we were talking about different books. And then, like, for the last hour or 30 minutes or whatever it was, like, we were just in Cheesecake, like, doing questions and mm-hmm. talking and just, like, spending time with each other and enjoying it. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? No, I feel like we say so many things. Yeah, <laughs> we... so 
We just do a, I don't know. That's the thing. We're just always putting in so much effort. Yeah. I never feel like you're slacking off or like I'm slacking off. I feel like it's always, we're always meeting each other in the middle or mm. like one of us is surpassing a little bit and then it's like, oh, I got you back this time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's so important that that happens. But it's not, it's not even like an expectation. Like no. if, if Kat goes above and beyond for me, like I don't feel like I have to. It's just like I enjoy it. Like yeah. I enjoy kind of getting on that level and helping her out in mm-hmm. some way or making an awesome experience in some way. Um, because it is effort. Like you can't expect to have the habits and the routines from the first part of your relationship not carry over to the rest. And so like, again, it goes back. Like if you take the first few months and you just coast and you just enjoy it, like you're not building that foundation because don't expect like when things get tough to to just pull out like this this resilience and this ability to connect if you haven't formed that in the first part of the relationship. Yeah. So. Because over time, it's like if stuff comes up, it's like we know we have a good foundation. Like we're going to go through this and we know we're going to come out the other side because we have all these tools. Yeah. We know how each other, like we know how we think, we know how we feel about certain things. So like, let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. All right. So we hit like 51 minutes right now um this was a first awesome experience thank you everyone who's listening watching um my request for you is i enjoyed this a lot and i hope you did i would love to do this again so if anyone has any questions if anyone has any talking points anything they want to send in um whether you are a listener or a watcher uh definitely send it my way or send it to cat's way so early risers movement on instagram if you are watching on youtube you can leave a comment below you can reach out through email, like whatever way you can get in touch with me, let me know, get in touch with Kat, let her know. Um, wherever you're watching or listening, find all her contact information. Um, it's going to be video description, show notes, everything like that. And yeah, if you have any other questions, definitely let me know. And if you enjoyed this, drop a like, drop a review, drop a rating, whatever you want to do on the platform you're on. I would love some feedback. We would love some feedback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone so much for watching. I appreciate you all. Keep killing it. Thank you, Kat. Thank you for having me, babe. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.